When it comes to YouTube, we want as many advantages as we can possibly get in order to give our video the best opportunity to be seen, to be watched, to be loved, so we get that beautiful watch time, that lovely engagement, and sending all those golden signals to YouTube to get more views and more subscribers. So today, we're gonna to talk about a special tool that we actually use ourselves at vidIQ, and well, you're gonna love it. Let's do this. Welcome to Tube Talk, the show dedicated to helping you become a better video creator so you can get more views, subscribers, and build your audience. Brought to you by vidIQ. Download for free at vidIQ.com. And welcome to another episode of Tube Talk. My name is Liron Segev. I am a tech blogger, a YouTuber, and the director of customer success here at vidIQ, where every day I help creators big and small level up their channels, get more subscribers, more views in less time. So I'm sure by now you would have seen some videos that have these things called captioning, that little bit of text that pops up on the screen as the presenter is doing their thing on the video. But I wanna know, does it make a difference? Does it really increase engagement? Does it really increase your watch time? Do you make a better connection with your audience? And there's no one better to answer those questions than Ryan Sweeney, who's the head of partnerships at Rev.com. Welcome to Tube Talk. Thank you very much. Good morning, good afternoon, depending on where you are. <laughs> uh, Ryan, for those who kind of don't know who Rev.com is, how would you describe it? Uh, Rev.com is a category leader in both the transcription, captioning, and subtitling space. So um, transcription would be a text file uh, that is a verbatim uh, recollection of the given video or audio. A caption is uh, a native language uh, a text file that lives at the lower third of your video, and a subtitle is a translation of that uh, original video language. So Rev is the category leader in those three areas. Um, we have about 200,000 customers and are a big favorite among uh, production companies, market researchers, um, UI, UX designers, podcasters, and we power a lot of technology platforms that are using our service to aid in uh, podcast editing, video editing, uh, video search, and other applications like that. Okay, so Rev.com, tell me about the name. Where did Rev.com come from? I'm probably not the best person to answer that question, but Rev.com came from early on in our career in the business, we found that we were able to accelerate the time to publish content for, mm. for video journalists, for creators, for uh, those doing market research. Okay, so you do a bunch of stuff. I have a video. I upload my video onto YouTube. If I want to get my videos captioned, what does that mean? If you want to get your videos captioned, it means that you are making that video accessible to the deaf uh, and or hard of hearing community. Those who may be watching the video uh, in an, what they call an audio hostile environment. So uh, on a bus, on a train, uh, you know, at your parents' house mm -hmm. where there are uh, screaming kids running around, um, anywhere where reading uh, the spoken word uh, may become valuable, uh, which is 
increasing today because of the amount of video we're watching on our phones. Okay, so this is, this is the little text that appears at the bottom of the screen. And as I'm talking, it's actually basically typing out everything I'm saying, essentially. That is correct. And there is a difference between, um, say, on YouTube, where they will, YouTube will apply an automated captioning engine, which is 100% which is machine computer um, uh, created. Mm -hmm. That is what's called an automated speech recognition. Um, and it can be very good depending on the audio quality, the accent of the speakers, um, and any background noise that might exist. So you might see somewhere between 80% accuracy and on the high end, maybe 93, 94% accuracy, which sometimes will suffice. But when you've got any one of those um, uh, uh, elements in your video or, or, or oftentimes all three or four, um, and you're talking about educational content or you're talking about, uh, or there's a video with uh, proper nouns and a lot of names or uh, product names or mm. slang, th those pure computer uh, created captions uh, don't always uh, suffice. So Rev has a human generated caption service uh, which turns around not quite as fast as the as the uh, computer generated ones, but pretty darn fast. So that's really the difference between, you know, mm -hmm. what you might see automated from YouTube and on, on other platforms versus Rev service, which is a completely human generated caption service, which which reaches almost to that 100% accuracy level. Yeah, and I must say, I discovered this myself where I was speaking about a specific type of microphone. It happened to be called the Fox, F-O-X. And as I was mentioning this particular brand of microphones, I noticed that my video got demonetized. And when I investigate that further, it turned out that the auto captioning thought I was using a swear word that starts with F uh, because mm -hmm. they didn't understand my accent. And yeah. since then I have been very wary of that auto captions even though it's great and it does a great job, it can trip you up, especially if you do have an accent. So I can speak right. from personal experience to say, yes, it's great to have it, but you do have to, do, you do have to watch out. And I want to go a little bit further there. If you think about all of the applications for which video is uh, uh, even more important today, right? Uh, legal depositions, uh, mm. online education, uh, inst uh, instructional videos, um, all that content, uh, which 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 is extreme, which is extremely important for the viewer to fully comprehend, right? It's one thing for the YouTube um, search algorithm to make a mistake based on the closed captioning, which which is also not good because it means that you're uh, you're you have a demonetization risk. But then you think about the people that are actually watching that content who are either deaf or don't speak English natively uh, or are really learning something. Then it becomes even more important for that you know, even those one or two words to be 100% uh, accurate. Yeah, that makes complete sense. So we have captioning. So how is that different to a subtitle? What is subtitles? So a caption is, uh, let's say you're, you're, you're creating a video in English and you would have English closed captions on the, on the bottom of the screen. That is mm -hmm. a caption. So if your video is natively in French, if you, if you and I were speaking in French right now, then the video would have French captions on the bottom. If you and I create a video in English, but we want to expand that video to make sure that French 
speakers understand it completely or Spanish speakers understand it completely, then we would create a French subtitle file and a Spanish subtitle file. So that is the key difference. A subtitle okay. implies a translation of some kind. Got you. Okay. So because you do also offer a translation service, right? We do offer a translation service. So um, actually, I, I should say we offer a caption service, a subtitle service, which is translation uh, uh, for that uh, native caption file. Mm -hmm. um, we do not offer a, a strict translation service. We used to where you'd be able to say, hey, I have all these documents and I want it translated from English to French. Um, we no longer offer that service. Um, okay. uh, we're really focusing our, all of our translation capabilities on the subtitling service. Got you. Okay. So great. Now we're on the same page. It's two options. I want to caption my video so people can read it, or I wanted to be able to translate it into multiple languages. So the guess the most important question that our audience is going to have is, does this really help me? Should I, I mean, I'm going to spend some money doing it. Or am I going to see a return? Is there a need to caption or subtitle your video? And I think we can treat them as two separate subjects because Captioning is different to subtitling. So if I caption my video, does it help my, does it help me? Absolutely. All the evidence points to, yes, it helps. Um, it, 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 it's dependent on, on the type of content that you have, where it's hosted and who your audience is. But generally what we have seen is that um, engagement, uh, watch time um, is naturally higher or longer. And I talked about that audio hostile uh, environment uh, scenario where you know not, not a lot of us today are riding on buses or in trams, uh, but when we are somewhere and we maybe don't have our headphones and there's a video and it's two people talking and you don't have the audio and you can't hear it, then there's no way for you, you're not gonna be that interested in that video. You're gonna go to the right. next one, you're gonna put your phone down. So being able to actually read uh, and digest a video um, in that format uh, naturally will increase the uh, the watch time, right? Which is great for every creator because they want as, as much of watch time as possible. They want, uh, they want, they want, uh, they want likes, they want sharing. Um, mm -hmm. so that's, that's a, that's a, that's one of the biggest things we see is just the, is just the uptick in engagement when there are captions on the screen. Okay. So it's about thinking about the viewer. It's the viewer's experience and understanding that not all viewers are the same. Not everyone's sitting with headphones in a quiet office and is able to listen. Some people are in a different environment. They still want to consume your video. So you're just making it easier and easier and easier for your audience to send you lots of love because they're now still able to consume your content, even though the environment doesn't warrant it. So great. Love that as a, as a great idea. And I suppose the same question would, and probably the same answer would apply to subtitles. If you're trying to reach an audience that doesn't necessarily speak the language of the video, but still want to consume that information, I assume that having subtitles in their language would really help that too. Absolutely. And I would just say that when I used to live in France, I would watch TV and I didn't watch TV with English subtitles um, because it just wasn't an option, but I did watch French TV with French captions on. And that mm -hmm. as a baseline is really important because even though I, I'm not a native French speaker, I was learning French in the, pro in the process of living there. Um, and being able to read just the, the French captions was super important for my ability to understand what I was watching and to actually learn the language as a whole. That was a huge part of how I actually learned the language. So would it be great if 
those, if that French content had English subtitles, absolutely. And that's the kind of experience that you would get if you're watching, uh, say, Netflix or, you, or you're watching um, some popular YouTube channels. Those creators know that in order to really reach that audience and, and for that audience to really understand the content, that it needs to be translated into their native language. But at a baseline, having it captioned in the native language is, uh, is a really, really good start. So I would say that, yes, the subtitling um, I is typically a little bit more of a nice to have, um, but increasingly important as creators start to develop mature audiences um, uh, overseas, if that answers your question. Yeah, definitely. And I think that it's very important for everyone to go look at your demographics in your videos. You will probably find that some of the source countries which are feeding you viewers are not necessarily English speaking countries. So I've noticed a lot from India, from the Philippines, from um, Asia. So YouTube is global. And we have to remember we are speaking to a global audience who are maybe not native English speakers. So just by having your videos captioned, even in English, that is definitely going to help those viewers who are trying to follow along, trying to go through the step-by-step, -step, but aren't able to listen and comprehend quickly enough. But when you read it on the screen, it makes it a lot easier. So these are great tips for us to really understand our viewer and really understand how best we can engage with them. Uh, just as a question, can you have captioning and subtitles at the same time uh, or for the same video? You absolutely can. So YouTube supports a multiple subtitle and caption track where you can have a native uh, caption. So say that our video is in English, you can have a native English caption file, and you can also have subtitle files in as many languages as you want. Okay. So the viewer, um, so YouTube will often automatically, and I think this is uh, something that you can set on your end as a creator, is that if I'm watching the video in Spain, then the Spanish subtitles automatically come up. Uh, if I'm watching it in Greece, then the Greek subtitles automatically come up. And that's wow. something that we're really interested in at Rev, is how do we get more sophisticated about even the YouTube creators that we work with? Is there a way that we can actually ingest the analytics uh, based on, uh, uh, with, with some level of uh, permission um, to understand where their audience is actually watching content to then be able to recommend to the creator, hey, yes. you know, you're seeing a huge uptick in, in, um, in viewers coming from Latin America and Spain. So therefore, you know, we would recommend Spanish subtitling and here's a great way to do it. Um, just click this and, and you'll be ready to go. And here's the engagement increase that, that, we, that we think you'll see. But Liron, you know very well is that the, the, the YouTube algorithm itself wants to know what's inside your video. It wants to know how, how good is your video, how relevant is this video for other audiences. And the more accurate information it has, um, the, the more intelligent it can be about the audiences that it recommends your content too. So um, not only are we uh, rev helping you rev the engine and accelerate in the content creation process, but we're also um, helping uh, when the video is published and out in the world where, um, where sophisticated platforms like YouTube can uh, get smart about how they're looking at your video and how they're looking at you as a creator. Well, and we always say feed the beast. Tell YouTube as much information as you can about your video. Help it help you. So Great, another benefit of having captioning and subtitling for that particular video. One of the things that I struggle with YouTube captioning is that the fact that I've got to manually go in line by line, word by word and edit all of that. 
how is your system different? Do I upload a file to you? Do you have access to my video URL? How does it work? And how much effort do I then have to put in to try get this to absolutely sync up with me? Absolutely. So we've tried to make it as easy as possible to do that. So um, when you create a rev.com account, um, you can either OAuth into your YouTube channel, um, which is a one-time sort of uh, login because we've complete, we have an integration with YouTube. Um, and once you've done that, when you add a video to a specific channel, we'll actually start captioning your video automatically. So you, once you create that original Rev account and you OAuth into your YouTube channel uh, or YouTube account, um, we, do the, we do the work from there. There's no, uh, there's no editing necessary. There's no, uh, there's no need to uh, go back into your Rev account or back into your YouTube account. If, once you set it up once, if that's how you desire it to be, then we'll caption every video from then on out. So, uh, and, and, and the accuracy, when you talked about editing and having to go in with the YouTube captions, the automated captioning that is, um, you're always gonna need to go in and edit those because it's a, it's a strictly a computer generating it. And there's right, gonna be right. that level of what we call word error rate. It's gonna be a lot higher than rev.com service, which is generated by uh, 100,000 active, what we call revers who, who are around the country who are uh, who, who we've uh, helped basically create work from home jobs for so um, people are watching your video and actually captioning it and that's why we see that such that such a high level of accuracy which means that you the creator don't need to go in and spend your time editing it okay so it's as simple as linking through and watching the watching the magic happens okay that's all we want. We, we have enough things to worry about when we're creating our channels. If this is one less thing and it just happens, that's beautiful. Do you guys charge a monthly subscription fee or do you charge per video? Take us through how that works. It's very simple. It's purely based on the length of your video. So uh, we charge on a per minute basis because there's a human actually captioning your video, right? It's not just a server somewhere that we're running. Um, we have a, a hard uh, manual labor cost that we that we have to pay, and and so therefore, uh, typically in the industry, you'll see on the very low end maybe a dollar per minute, and on the high end, uh, you know, two fifty or three fifty, depending on the turnaround time that you want. Mm -hmm. So um, it's accuracy and turnaround time, which is mo which is what most creators really care about. Rev is on the low end of that spectrum, around the dollar per minute uh, rate. Uh, at at market beating turnaround time. So if you submit maybe a five to 10 minute video, you could get it back in less than 30 minutes. If it's a longer video, say, you know, an hour to two hours, it may be more like six hours, six to 12 hours. Um, but typically creators with videos from five to 10, 15 minutes are seeing that video turned around uh, within, within the hour. Wow. Okay. And, and, and I will say that I definitely support that because when I upload transcripts for this podcast or when we do it for our, for our YouTube channel, because we do short clips, we normally get it back basically um, so quick that by the time I write the blog post, the transcripts mm -hmm. are there. So that's, that, that's absolutely great. So right, if people want to find more information, they want to explore this as an option, where should they go? So you can visit us at rev.com. That's R-E-V.com. Um, if you type in captioning anywhere on, on, on Google, we're, we're absolutely going to be the first thing that comes up. So um, you shouldn't have a hard time finding us. <laughs>
Well, and then rev.com is easy to remember. Right, it's always been fun. Always a pleasure chatting when we geek out on stats and data like this. This is great. Thank you very much for hanging out with us on Tube Talk. Thank you very much for having me. And for the rest of you guys still hanging out here, don't forget to smash that subscribe button in your favorite podcast applications. Share this episode with at least one other creator who perhaps doesn't even know that this tool exists, but absolutely should, especially if they want to grow their channel too. And we'll see you guys on the next episode of Tube Talk. Thanks for hanging out. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Tube Talk, brought to you by vidIQ. Head over to vidIQ.com slash Tube Talk for today's show notes and previous episodes. Enjoy the rest of your video making day.